Good evening, this is Edward and Anne, and welcome to our Sunday evening podcast. We're going to delve into a topic that is at the core of the spiritual warfare that's happening during this time. It's at the core of why the suns have not broken through more quickly. It's at the core of the warfare and battle that you face, whether or not you're fully aware of it. This is something that we've covered in each of the four books, and it is still a topic that needs to be really grasped on a deeper level. So Lord, we we ask for your anointing, your impartation. Lord, may we come to the table tonight with an empty glass. Lord, fill it. Lord, I know in the times past we we have a tendency to come with our glass full. That, oh yeah, I've read that, I know that, and already the glass is full. And we have to understand that, you know, God is teaching his sons how to war. And he's maturing them. And the revelation of sonship that's coming is coming line upon line, precept upon precept. God is building a foundation in the lives of his sons. So it's very, it's very important that we don't get caught up with an idea or concept and then lock ourselves in. Um, we've always got to take everything God has spoken to us, everything he's given us, every experience that we've had and lay it back before him. That's the only way that will guarantee that we'll be able to continue to move forward. Otherwise, we come with baggage, even baggage of what he may have spoken a month ago. Because what is happening to the sons, to you, to, to myself and Anne, is as the maturing increases more quickly, as the work of the cross continues to go more deeply, what is happening? The renewing of your mind. That in itself would be a fascinating topic to talk about this evening, because everything in God's Word must be a revelation. Now, we're not talking mental concepts of, oh, I finally understand. I get it. We're talking about something that is like a light that goes on within you. And you see it. You may not even understand it mentally, but something within you sees this with the eyes of your spirit. In essence, you're seeing another aspect of the Lord. And with that comes the transformation 
And that's, that's what's so very important that we understand that as we continue to move more quickly, as we begin to ascend into the Father's house more deeply, God is bringing a renewing of the mind much more quickly. And <clears throat> that in itself is such a mystery. You know, the Word talks about the, the mystery, God in you, the hope of glory, and so on and so forth. Like everything in the Word, it's just a concept. Like, okay, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Well, whatever that means. And you can have ideas of what that means. But the days of the church age are behind us. This is the day of spirit when those words become embodied in a people. And we've read those scriptures, you know, you know, the, the word being written on our heart. Well, even that we have a concept of. You know, written on our heart. Okay, well, it's written on my heart. I can... I remember it now. I can think about it, and and I've changed as a person. But it's so much deeper. To the extent that we have perceived the Word, as great as we have received it, we've only scratched the surface because the Word goes so deep. And as we continue to grow in God... Something magical is happening. Something that we don't really understand. I mean, even as I'm speaking with all of you now, we don't really understand it. Because there's a renewing going on. Of course, God's going to renew the body and bring resurrection life. But the precursor to that is that he brings the mind of Christ I mean, a deep renewing of the mind. Maybe that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I mean, I have, I have a whole different agenda. Lord, I thought we were on the same page with this agenda this evening, but maybe we're, we're going to do something a little bit differently. Because the magic that's hidden from our eyes is understanding how much God has renewed our mind. To some, they could read the books, they could look at the words as they've done in the past and say, I don't understand what you're talking about. This is a different language. Well, not really, it's English. But what's being said are in a framework that cannot be understood with the carnal mind and with the limitations of the mind. But the promise is that God is going to give you the mind of Christ. Well, when is that going to happen? Is that going to happen after you die and you're in the realm of spirit and now all of a sudden you have the mind of Christ? Or, like everything in the Word, is all of this happening right now? Wherever you are right now, you're experiencing it. Is the Word of God meant to be in real time? Or is it meant always to be on the shelf as a promise? Far too long, 
we've kept the word on the shelf because we haven't understood or we've understood only in a measure. Like the word says, the day of the partial. And thank you, Lord, for the day of the partial because the day of the partial had to come before the day of fullness. But we're quickly pushing into the day of fullness and our drive and our demand is to move fully into the day of fullness. And the mind of Christ is not to be a concept, but it's to be a deep realization, a deep experience that the sons of God have. And what comes out of the mind of Christ? Well, one way we could look at it, which is still far too limiting, is if you've done any research about the brain, you realize that what do we use? 5% of our brain? 3%? 7%? I guess it depends upon how smart you are, I suppose. But we use so very little of our brain. And yet there's been theories of what would happen if you were able to access 100% of your brain. The power that you would have, the ability that you would have, off the charts. And you have cultures that exist today in the world who have been raised in belief systems that don't accept the limitations of the Western world. And so, as we have been brought forth in the Western world and the Western mindset and mentality and limitation... We've had a big struggle to get out of the thinking of limitation. That's when God began to speak to us years ago. You've got to let go, my son. You've got to let go. And I'm thinking, okay, what are we talking about here? You have to let go within your mind. Well, how do I do that? Well, a lot of it is just identifying the fact that there's a, a need. I mean, until you know there's a need, you, you don't even go after it. It's like, uh, you know, is there a need here? Is there a problem? <laughs> God says, oh yeah, there's a problem. It's time for you to step outside the camp. It's time for you to jump off the cliff. It's, there's no box big enough that can hold you or small enough. Because what I'm going to bring you into, no one else is prepared for. And the greater works and the promises that you've seen are tied to and contingent upon the renewing of the mind. I'm bringing you into the mind of Christ. And with that comes a whole new paradigm a whole new set of eyes where you begin to see the world differently like we spoke in the last word when the Lord touched the blind man at first he saw men as trees walking but he had to touch him again and his eyes became fully opened we too started this path extremely blind and God has had to touch us and for a long time we've seen 
ministries walking. We've had a measure of the mind of Christ to such an extent that our friends, family, or peers, or whomever probably have looked at us and said, you're nuts. What are you, what are you talking about? What, what is this belief? Some cult? You know, because they could not process it, no matter how smart they were. And that's what the word says. The wisdom of the world is not going to yield to this. You only come to God through the Spirit, not through the mind, not through the, the analysis, which is why it is so difficult for people that are so bright to come to God because it's an analytical thing. They can't let go of the mind and with the heart just open up and receive and then be willing to let go of how they have seen themselves in their their intelligence. You know, intelligence may have certain benefits and pluses in the natural world, but it is a hindrance in the spirit. I'm not saying that God is calling a bunch of dummies, although he does refer to us as sheep. <laughs> and if you know anything about sheep, sheep are, well, I think they're missing, they're missing, a, you know, a, a little bit upstairs. They're very funny. Sheep are very funny. So yes, Lord, we are sheep. And we're worms, you know, and worms to thresh a mountain. So Lord, we, we don't, you know, we thank you that we're, we're the, the base of the earth and that you're taking the, you know, the base to confound the mighty. I believe that's how it goes, something like that. Well, Lord, you definitely are, are doing something here. But the thing of it is, we need to get, I don't even want to use the word revelation because words have concepts tied to it. And the thing about the carnal mind is it only knows how to function through judgment. That's how the carnal mind works. The, eye, the eyes and the mind. The eye sees, the mind interprets, and creates a judgment. You know, you look at a wall, the wall's white. The mind says, that's white. Well, what if it wasn't? It was black. You know, we're limited because the carnal mind always has to make a judgment. That's how it functions. And yet that is a deterrent to walking in the Spirit. Because we, 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 you know, we fight that constantly. Where you, you can say a word, you know, it's like Pavlov's dog, if you remember that story. And, you know, you ring the bell and the dog salivates. So I'm not going to go over the story. But the problem is we tend to function subconsciously even from what we've known. Someone says, whatever they say, immediately your mind says, I know what that is. You don't even have to think about that. It just automatically knows what that is. Well, what if everything that you've known is not that at all? You remember the word that came many times and we've 
put it in the book a few times. And the Lord has been very adamant to say, what you think you see is not what is. You, the reality you think that is reality is not. Oh, but how can that be? I've always known these things, and, and it's tangible. I can touch it, feel it. <clears throat> Isn't this reality? No, it's not. Yeah. We're talking about the mind tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I had something completely differently uh, planned. But the, 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 the hindrance to the breakthrough of sonship, or one, one of them, is our mind. And we are pressing and contending before God. Lord, complete the work within us. Complete the renewing of the mind. Because with the mind of Christ, which has been happening to us progressively, as long as you've been on this path and you've kept your nose to the grindstone and not walked away and said, okay, I've, uh, I'm done. Uh, I just need to go take a break. But as long as you've kept yourself right before God, then he has continued to bring about a renewing of your mind through the deep work of the cross and everything he has put you through. And he has tested you and he has tested us. And he has allowed us to make mistake after mistake after mistake. And he'll put you into something and the, and the reality of it will dictate a certain thing. You know, whether it's not having any money to pay your rent, whatever. And you find yourself wrestling with that, oh God, I need some money, I need this, I need that. When the promise or the truth is he's given us everything according to life and godliness and so on and so forth. I'm sorry, I don't understand that, Lord. That doesn't seem to uh, equate. You've given me everything. Everything. But I don't quite see that. And I just need to pay the rent, Lord. And yet, if we saw that we were abundantly blessed, if we knew that we were not limited except by virtue of our own self-imposed limitation, we could step out. It's like the psalmist step out of the, like calves, you know, skipping out of the stall. We could walk free. Reminds me of a vision many years ago. I saw a jail, a jail cell. And the door was open. And the people were sitting in there. And they didn't know the door was open. But it was right there. God was saying, come out, the door's open. Oh, oh no, I, I can't come out. That, the door's not open. They, they couldn't see it. And the Lord is saying, I've opened the door. I have opened the door. Now granted, there might be a little lapse between what you see and the truth of what I know. 
So you just need to step out and believe. And that's what we've been doing. And that's the struggle. But you get breakthroughs in this level. Breakthroughs where all of a sudden you realize that your mind has been transformed. Nobody can go put you on a brain monitor at a hospital and say, oh, well, yes, I can see your circuits are changed. My goodness, someone rewired some of your circuits. Uh, that's what he's been doing. But it's not, a, you know, no one, no one can tell. They can't go and say, oh, yeah, we're running a brain scan and um, all the circuits are changed. There's something different here. They won't know, but you will know that God has been rewiring your circuit board inside so that when he says nothing is impossible to him who believes, your response is yes, yes, nothing is impossible. But Lord, I've been walking with a lot of limitation, a lot of negative faith. And how am I going to get resurrection life? How is this process going to be completed? Lord, you said, resurrection life is right beneath my skin. It's so close that, you know, you can taste it. So close. Yet it seems like a million miles away. What's the problem? The problem is you don't know that you have it. You have it. But there's, there's a gap here. You don't quite see it. You don't see yourself as I see you. You don't realize that you, you already have it. And so we've been in the wrestle, in, in, the, in the battle. You know, Satan's warring across the face of the earth. He is warring in the heavens. Which we were going to talk about, but maybe next time. A lot of stuff is going on. A lot of stuff is coming down in the spirit world. But you, that's not where it's happening. What's happening is happening within you right now. Happening within me right now. And it's not about Satan and the hordes of evil and the transference and wickedness and witchcraft and I mean, there's just so much garbage out there. God has shown us a lot of the garbage out there. It's like, okay. But that's not what he's doing. He is bringing you into sonship. And you are in travail. I am in travail. And we have to be so careful how to look at what we're going through and where we're at, because it can appear the exact opposite of what is truly happening. The reality that you see is not the reality that it truly exists. The breakthrough of sonship, the clothing of this mortal body with immortality, is right here at our grasp. And yet, it's all wrapped up in the renewing of your mind. 
And that's what our contending before God should be. I mean, talk about hitting hitting him under the eye, the unjust judge. Lord, your promise, what you began, you will complete under the day of Christ Jesus. Well, this is the day of Christ Jesus. You must complete your handiwork. That is the promise. We are your inheritance, Lord, as you are our inheritance, but your inheritance is within the sons of light. Lord, we want to give to you your inheritance. We belong to you. We have no other life. We're not going anywhere. But you did not send us into the earth at this time that we might go by way of the grave and die and join the cloud of witnesses and then hope someone else is going to break the tape. You have sent us into the earth at this time to break the tape. To break the tape. And Lord, I know the word says it's Christ in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Lord, you're working in us. It's not even me. It's not even me. It's you. And you're groaning within us. You're travailing within us for the seal of the adoption of sonship to finally happen within a people. And this must happen now. And Lord, we stay before your face night and day, along with the cloud of witnesses who are crying out, How long, O God? How long? The breakthrough of the sons of God is a game changer on the face of the earth and throughout the heavens. And it's already in the works. We're already pressing deeply into it. That's why we've had so many visitations of different ones over the years. Because they see it coming. And they know it's here now. But the mantle rests upon you and I. The mantle rests upon those whom God has called and sent into the earth for this time. And I don't care if you've been walking with God for 40 years. It doesn't matter. 40 years is a drop in the bucket to the Lord. It's a lifetime for us, but it's a drop in the bucket for Him. The renewing of the mind must be completed now. And you must be expecting it. Because with the renewing of the mind comes a new paradigm. And we've talked about paradigms. You know, one breakthrough, change of a paradigm. Another breakthrough, change of a paradigm. We're talking about a massive paradigm change. I wonder what it was like for the Lord as he broke through into the deeper levels of, of the kingdom. He walked in many ways like unto us, experienced many things beforehand. We're here at the door. And if there's one thing that we need to do, is we need to keep driving before God. Lord, complete the transformation of the mind. 
because with the transformation of the mind, I believe, will absolutely come resurrection life. And how does he call? He says, he told us a few years back, it'll be in the zing of a moment, twinkling of an eye, with a zing of a moment, just like that, instantly done. That's how quick. And I've seen that coming. I've seen it coming. He has spoken about it over and over. Everything can change in an instant. Whatever you're going through, whatever is happening, whatever is going on, period, it doesn't mean a thing. It can all change in an instant. The destiny of the sons of God is to walk in the fullness of sonship and to be the mouthpiece, vehicle and channel of the Lord to complete what has to be done. It's interesting. When you you think of the changing of the mind, because I saw it from a unique perspective, where all of a sudden you imagine you've got this whole cranium thing of muscle and whatever the physical thing is that's up in our, our head. And I saw it in an instant just removed and replaced with brilliant light. For we are the children of light, the sons of light, Our Father is the Father of lights. It's all about the light. But something in this transformation is going to remove the last vestiges of darkness, the last vestiges of grayness where we just can't, we can see but we can't quite see. We know but we don't quite know. This is where we are. And this is why God is, we're feeling the progressive distancing from this world. When the Lord says, be not a part of her and, and come out of her and you're not a part of this world and all of that. And, and people can you know, say, oh yes, it's, it's quite a nice little saying. Oh, I'm not a part of this world. I belong to Jesus and so on and so forth. That's great. But the depth of it is what we're talking about. Where you are transformed and you know and you really aren't a part of anything any longer except the kingdom. And people will not understand it. And the distance that you've had with people is only going to grow as your identity and oneness with God comes to its fullness. So I believe this is what we're doing this evening. Uh, We will dig into some of the material I prepared uh, later this coming week unless the Lord has another idea 
and he always tends to kind of do it on a last minute, you know, know as you go type of thing, which I, I love that. I love that. So we bless this word to you tonight. This is such an important word to understand, to see what's happening within us right now. I mean, don't put it in the future. Don't put it tomorrow or this evening, but put it in the right now tense. It has to be current tense, present tense. This is happening to you right now. And that's how we see it. And that's how we expect. Right now, the mind of Christ is being infused more deeply as you are letting go of the day of the soul and of the the Adamic nature, things are changing. Expect to see everything differently. And I mean almost daily, because that is going to happen. We don't have a choice with the mind of Christ comes a complete change of how we see everything, how we see reality. Our vocabulary is going to take on a whole new meaning to us. We lose this tonight, Lord. We, we thank you for this word because I know that you're in the midst of doing this right now. And that sonship and the transformation of our body, the seal of sonship, can't happen without the transformation of our mind. And both of those, I know, are tied into something that's going to happen in an instant. We're positioned tonight, Lord, before you. We take communion by faith. And we stand in your presence with a demand. Thy kingdom come within us. Thy will be done. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And we'll have another podcast very soon.